Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Word? Uh, the show that's about to find out what inspires people to succeed in their respective careers. My name is Cheval John, and thank you for joining me on the last show of 2015. I had the honor of chatting with Adele DeMeyer, who is a social media specialist, a Hootsuite Solutions partner, and live streaming show host, author, and mentor. She is listed as the top 60 social media influencer in Australia and ranked by Dr. Jim Barry as a top 20 social media coach. And her blog is recommended as a top 25 social media blog by Post Planner. Now, she is awesome because she is, she actually had the opportunity to, you know, had the opportunity to chat with her, you know, while she lives in Australia. And of course, I, you know, interviewed her here in the United States, here in downtown Houston. So, without further ado, here is the interview with Adele DeMeyer. Adele DeMeyer, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for um, having me, Cheval. Great to be here. All right. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me here. It's really, really honored. Uh, we're going to start a little icebreaker, and I'm going to ask you this. Uh, what is your favorite sports theme and why? <laughs> So that's actually quite a tricky answer for me um, because I'm born in South Africa and now I live in Australia. So I've got to be very careful what I say. So I'll say I have two. Um, so obviously, you know, I love watching rugby. So the South African rugby team would be my number one um, to support. But whenever they're not playing, then obviously my second choice is the Aussies to support. Um, why do I like rugby? I like the action, um, you know, beautiful legs running around. Oh, my gosh, rugby players have got the most beautiful legs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I love watching that. Uh, and, and of course, like, for those that might not know, uh, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, there was the Rugby World Championships with yeah. Australia's face in New Zealand. And, yeah. unfortunately, you know, Australia didn't win but here's the thing i noticed that they kept on fighting so here's this here's a transition how important is it you know how how does that uh, compare to like you know for entrepreneurs who are you know continuously plugging away to try to be successful for the better so yes sorry cheval i didn't quite get your question like the fact that you know the the aussies they they actually continuously fight it even though they lost they catch up plugging away and never give up. Why do you think? Uh, that, how does how does their example of continuously fighting kind of apply to entrepreneurs who are consistently trying to build their businesses even though they're not seeing results quickly? Oh dear. Well, it's hard. I mean, I'm in the first year of my own business. Um, I've had many challenges, uh, and sometimes you know you feel like, oh, I'm just going to get up, go back to a nine to five job. Um, and because that's easy, right? It's, it's a comfort zone. You're guaranteed of your income every month. So, um, you know, it's easier to, to just do that. So I think you just got to persevere, try new things, try different things for your business, connect with people, ask for support, um, try different tactics. If one thing's obviously not working, try something else. Um, and you just got to keep on pushing. And um, I think eventually, I mean, not all businesses succeed. A lot of businesses fail within the first three years of business, and that's fine. You know, there's 
successful people out there today that started five or six or seven businesses before they were successful, right? So it's yeah. a learning process. And I think you'll eventually realize, okay, well, listen, look, this is not working. Let me try something else and then just move on from there. But never give up. Keep on trying, I suppose. That's yeah. what I'm doing at the moment. I just keep on trying. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that is great. I mean, now I got to ask this question because you you're, you say you're South African. You, you moved to Australia three years ago. Uh, what were the challenges of what? What were the challenges of moving to Australia for you? The biggest thing for me was to try and understand the currency. Um, obviously, converting, you know, from rand to dollar. So that was a massive challenge for me coming here, trying to understand what sort of pricing do I charge for my services? You know, um, what is the value of my time? So um, it, it, it was quite a challenge because it's 10 to 1, right? So it's South African rand. And a Aussie dollar at the moment is about a times 10 difference. So it's quite big. So $100 is a thousand rand. Um, so that was the biggest challenge for me at the beginning was understanding the dollar value and then understanding the market. Aussies and South Africans are quite very similar in the way of how we act. Um, we're very sociable. We love beer. We love barbecues. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we like the same things, the beach and the sun. So that was quite an easy transition for me. But then obviously making connections, right? Because my whole network and connections and friends and family is all in South Africa. So I had to start from scratch. I had to sort of figure out how am I going to build connections? What events should I go to? Um, so that, that's some of the early challenges that I faced, and that's why I also waited quite a while before deciding to go by myself, because um, I just wanted to first understand the market, build connections and things, because your local network is very important, right? Um, at the moment, I mean, I have connections worldwide, and especially through Twitter, and people like you, which is fantastic. Um, but then again, your local market, I suppose, is sort of still a, a little bit of a pillar you can be on in your journey. Okay, now let's backtrack a little bit because you said, you know, beforehand you, you know, you started a business a year ago. So what did you do, like, when you moved to Australia? Did you, like, uh, go, did you, start, did you like, uh, work in, uh, as an employee, like, working, like, say, like, in a restaurant, per se, while you were figuring out what you were going to do as a business owner? Yes, absolutely. Um, coming from South Africa was quite a big transition for me in terms of my career as well. Um, I come from a background of the entertainment industry. I did TV presenting, modeling and dancing and, and all of that kind of stuff back in South Africa. Um, after I had my son, I went into more corporate world, you know, <clears throat> more stability in being at home. So I did marketing and sales for big corporations out there. But then coming to Australia, I was like, you know, what do I really want to do? Because I was the Adele in South Africa with the background of entertainment and sales and business, but who am I now? What am I going to do? What's my passion? You know, I want to establish myself. And, um, yeah, I started looking into social media. I was always very active. And it really fascinated me. And I was like, wow, let me take my experience and turn that into you know, social media, because that is something I enjoy. It's customer service combined with people. It's combined with sales and marketing, all the stuff I enjoy, entertainment. 
entertainment. So, um, yeah, I, that's why I decided to specialize in the social field, and here I am. That's awesome. Now, that's now of course now you know you you're you've you mentioned being successful. You know you you actually you know have a successful website and you know you Hootsuite ambassador. Now how now how important is that distinction to be a Hootsuite ambassador and to you know help businesses in Australia to to run social media correctly. Thank you. Thanks for the compliment on our website and all of that. Um, yeah, that's one piece of advice I can say to entrepreneurs out there today. Definitely, your website is so important. Like when I decided to go on my on my own, you know, I had limited budget and and I really had to decide. Okay, what exactly am I going to do? So I would have to say at least sixty percent of my startup budget went towards my website. Um, and design and all of that because I realized it's so important, right? People want to know who I am or connect or find me or find my business. That's the go-to point, right? Um, so definitely a good website is extremely important. And um, then I would have to say partnerships as well. And, and, and that's why I went into the partnership of Hootsuite. Um, they approached me in the beginning of 2014. They were like, oh, you use our product. You're very active online. You love social media. You know, they want to be a brand ambassador for us. And I was like, please, you know, um, I love you guys and, and I enjoy using the product. Sure, let's start a partnership. And um, yes, I've been with Hootsuite ever since then. It's helped me a lot because they give me support as well. Um, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. That was fantastic, and um, just helped me to get to that next level of you know connections and things out there. So, website and partnerships, I would definitely highly recommend anybody out there um, to look into. And um, it doesn't have to be massive partnerships. It can be with your local community. Like maybe there's a business that aligns with what you do. Um, and sometimes approach people, say, listen, this is what I do. Can I be an ambassador for your brand or product? Or, you know, I'll talk about your brand in my Twitter chat or things like that. Let's, let's work together, you know, to expand our reach and things like that. And it's helped me a lot. Um, I've had opportunities with other brands and businesses as well. And um, I highly recommend if anybody looks into doing that. It's great. And if you use a tweet and you love with tweet and you're social media crazy like me, then apply. Become an ambassador. It's easy. Just apply and uh, take it from there. All right. Now, now I got access for many people that's watching this um, watching this show right now. Um, what are the challenges of running a business? Shoo, where do I start? <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just replying there to Irma. I will post that Hootsuite link up shortly for you guys. Um, the challenges, wow. I would have to say um, cash flow is always is, is a challenge, budget. Um, knowing which tools to use, I must be honest. For me, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I need accounting, and I need this, and I need that. And, and, and that took quite a bit of my time to do research into finding the right tools for my business. And then I will have to say... Um, hands to do the work, especially as a startup or entrepreneur, solo entrepreneur like me. You know, time is so limited. Um, don't always have the hands to help you with everything. So definitely look into channels of people that you can use or outsource work to that's affordable for you. Um, build a little team around yourself. So, you know, you have your graphics person, 
have a content person. Um, so for the stuff that you can't do yourself, you can quickly outsource it and just get it done. Um, so yes, definitely. <sighs> Cash flow, yes. Research, wow. Um, daily challenges is always sales, you know, building your connection, um, growing your email list, all those little things. Um, you know, play a role at the end of the day. And, and, and it, it, it can be challenging, but it's definitely worth the journey, I must say. I'm enjoying it. All right. And the second, and the flip side to that question is what are the rewards of running a business? What's better than to get up whenever you feel like it? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, wow. The rewards, look, it's, um, like I said, hard work. I sit many nights, an average night. They work in at 9, 10, 11 p.m. at night. So I definitely work more hours now than I was working for a boss. But you know what? If I don't feel like it, I can sleep till 12 p.m. Um, I can just take a day off if I feel like it. I can close for the center without having to ask permission. So the little rewards of, and I'm being able to pick up my son from school, which is fantastic. I can help him with his homework. Um, so little things like that, you know, that, that you miss when you work for someone else is definitely part of the biggest reward for me. Um, but then on the other side, like I say, you've got to ha handle debt and client and work and long hours, all of that by yourself. So you just got to weigh it up. But I think at the end of the day, it's just such a great experience. And um, the, the award is definitely bigger for me than the downside of it. And I, I definitely agree 100% with you on that. Now, now I got to switch it up a bit because you know you're, you know you you're like for many people that might not know you are, she is a top 60 social media influencer in Australia and was ranked by Dr. Jim Barry as a top 20 social media coach. And what's really amazing is that you know, is that you know, for Maine, but that might that might not know she she's living in Australia. She's from South Africa. Now I gotta I gotta uh, switch you know switch this question a bit. What do you think uh, anyone should live overseas for an extended period of time? If especially now that the the, the world is becoming quote unquote global per se, in which people are gonna be working with different people from different cultures, especially entrepreneurs. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm so glad you actually asked that question. So my opinion on it is, right, and my partner and I talk about this quite a lot, and we both agree that everybody that just finished school should go and live in another country for at least a year and make a living there all by themselves. Yes. It, you really have to, you know, and, 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 and if I could have my way, I'll send them to South Africa or, uh, <laughs> you know, places like that where it's challenging. Um, you don't want to send them to Middle Africa or something like that. I mean, that's just way too dangerous. Um, <clears throat> or even, you know, something that's completely different to your culture. You know, you should, they should just send you all. Go live there for a year and then come back because it's the most humbling experience you can ever go through and you meet different cultures. You see that there is a world and a life beyond what your reality is. And I think sometimes we we tend to forget that, you know, um, how that there's a world outside of what I know. 
and um, I think it would be fantastic if everybody could travel the world for a year. Um, I think the kind of can come from that, absolutely. Yeah, totally agree 100% with that answer there. Uh, and I, and of course now you know since we're you know for many you know that that is this is really amazing like especially live streaming because because Adele is in Australia and I'm uh, located in downtown Houston Texas coming from the Bovina uh, Bovina bar and restaurant here in uh, downtown Houston and and it's really amazing how how. Uh, Social media has connected us together, and it's really amazing. Now, I gotta, I gotta ask this question: What do you think? Um, uh, so, you know, any entrepreneur or employees, for that matter, or college students who are about to graduate should embrace social media, or I mean, live streaming, especially platforms like Periscope or Blab. Okay, uh, so should I do the live streaming one first and then just talk about social in general? Yep. Uh, whatever works for you. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, I would like to say I think Blab and Meerkat and Periscope, things like that, is absolutely amazing. But the big but is it's very challenging for countries like South Africa, for example. I'll talk about South Africa because I know how it works there. Um, that data is extremely slow and very expensive. Even in Australia, the data is very slow and extremely expensive. Now, like I wanted to do meerkat shows full time, but I had to give that up because it was just not affordable for me to keep running it right. Because um, it was either too slow. I'm very lucky that I'm not having issues with Flab. There's a lot of Australians that that even struggle to use Flab. Um, oh wow! So. The live streaming thing will take quite a few years before Uh-oh. it gets as, let's say, Twitter, Facebook, things like that, purely because the demographic um, of the people that can use it is so small. And um, it, it's just purely a cost issue. So um, if you're an entrepreneur in South Africa, it's going to be challenging for you. If you've got a big budget to spend on streaming, then go ahead and do it. Um, but I think, like I said, I think that will be a challenge. But aside from that, I think everybody should just do what works for them. Try and test different things. See if Blab works for you. See if Periscope works for you. If you're comfortable in doing that, not a lot of people um, are comfortable being you know, on camera. But if you're comfortable to do that, it's a fantastic way to, to, to meet and greet people. Periscope and Meerkat is more of a one-way conversation, though, where Blab is a two-way or four-way conversation. It can be very formal. It can be casual. So you really just got to find out what sits with you. And and you know what? If, 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 if you don't enjoy live streaming or you don't enjoy camera, don't feel pressurized to use it. it it's like I think a lot of people get overwhelmed because everybody's like, oh, you got to use Twitter, you got to use Blab, or you got to be a Periscope. So people get so overwhelmed trying to be everywhere and be good at everything, and you lose focus, right? I really think you lose focus. So try things, pick something that works for you, and stick to them. Make that one thing awesome. And then once you've done that one thing awesome, try and incorporate a few more things that then works for you. Um, All I right. think that's a great way to look at it. All right. Now, 
Now I'm gonna give now this I'm gonna do something a little different on my shows. This is gonna be different because I'm gonna give a shout out to all the people that's here right now in this live stream platform who will be listening to this podcast. I'm gonna give a shout out to Byron Ingram, Ingraham, Irma, Christopher Burke, Rush Miller Foundation, Sean McKenna, uh, Creative Links, Jeff Kahn, uh, and many others who are whoever I'm missing that is currently watching this show right now. Uh, uh, thank you guys for... Oh, sorry. I was saying, uh, you know, give me all you guys a shout-out for for uh, this, you know, for being here on Blab and also who's going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, you all are awesome. And and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist it around because... Uh, because for many might not know, Adele hosts a Blab show called Blab and Beers. Blab and Beers, which is every uh, Friday, which is uh, every uh, mid, every uh, Thursday night at uh, this time at twelve thirty, um, you know, in the morning. Your time like around four something. Can you share with us how you came up with that idea? Sorry, Cheval, I can't hear you. Did you hear? Uh, sorry. Okay, they, can you explain how you came up with that idea of Blabs and Bears? Okay, so for the Blabs and Bears show, we run that every Friday, um, Australian, well, Brisbane time, because we're on Daylight Savings for Sydney, so it's different. So Brisbane time, 4.30 p.m. Um, the Blabs and Bears concept is a concept around solo entrepreneurs or people at home, small businesses that work from home, um, you know, we're not in the city, you know, walking out of uh, office and hopping into a pub afterwards, right? So we're at home and we're like, okay, we don't want to drive into the city. Um, you know, taxis are so expensive. Obviously, if you want to go have a drink or two, you know, you got to have a taxi because you can't drink and drive. Um, and we were like, no, let's make a blab that, thank God, it's Friday, um, get together for everybody that's working from home that's not going out, and it's a way to connect. So you hop on, we have a beer, we have a chat, um, and talk about the week, you know, how was the work week, what did you do, what's news in Australia, what's funny. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just a, a way we wanted entrepreneurs and people to be able to connect um, that that's not going out or can't make the time to go out or, you know, pay the massive taxi fees and travel all the way to the city and back. So, yeah, that was the concept. All right. Now, uh, for since you host a show, I give people who are podcasters, broadcasters, or the former to ask me a question on the show. So, Adele, I'm going to allow you to ask me a question here. The, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Um, um, you're obviously <laughs> very active around on Twitter. I always see you on Instagram and all of that. What has been um, challenges for you in the social space and, you know, running your blab or podcast and things like that? Um, what sort of process worked for you to figure out what works for you? I guess for me, it's uh, it was, uh, you know, I feel uncomfortable using social media platforms. That was that was correct for me. Like I, you know, for me, like Blab, Blab is Blab is very useful because one, it's it's on laptop, and I can't and I cannot uh, download. Uh, I love per- I know about Periscope, but I can't download Periscope on my uh, on my my phone. So this is this makes it much better, much more uh, uh, visible and special because plus. 
it's you know it it can you can uh, archive uh, all the shows that you do on Blab as a podcast. So it makes it easier for all podcasters, uh, you know, to use this platform to to uh, to build an audience too at the same time. And plus, you know, with Instagram, you know, I you know learning from the pros who have who are doing Instagram well, like Sue Zimmerman and and others who are who are really killing it on Instagram for the better. So. I, so that's a, so the, it's really it's really a you know fun for me to be to use uh, Blab and also uh, Instagram and to add on to that you know the the challenges is trying to build that email list you know from the social media platforms to build my to make my business profitable so so that's so I could say so I could say you know I you know it's 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 worth it to to continuously uh, build build my business slowly for the better because. Yes. I will appreciate it oh, more. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, uh, now I'm gonna sit. Now, three more questions uh, before I let before I open up the seat to anyone that that is here on the chat. Um, if you had the opportunity to interview anyone, uh, past or present, on your show at, to uh, to learn from. Who would that person wow. be? Wow. <laughs> Jeez, that's that, wow. That's um, that's a tricky one. I think people that come to mind very quickly for me is someone like Elvis and Madeline Monroe. Um, just purely because they were such legends um, in the entertainment industry in very very early ages, very early stages of you know experiencing TV and movies and music and that massive amount of fame. Um, and things like that, I would have loved to speak to them to just hear, you know, what, what's been their challenges. Um, and if we could turn back time and say, like, you know, if you could use social media, would you have used it? What platforms would you have used? Would it have been on YouTube? Um, would, it, would you have been on Facebook? Um, wouldn't you be bothered with that? What sort of technologies? Just, just yeah, I, I think if I could do that, that would be amazing just to... Um, yeah, the opinion on on technology and what social platforms they would have used if they could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is a really great answer there. I mean, it's I mean it's like you know at times you might you know you might you might wonder if if social media was around you know during the time of uh, Marilyn right. Monroe and Elvis yes. and even uh, John F. Kennedy. How how in how huge would that would they have been? They probably would have uh, been the you know probably the most followed people ever. I think on, they would have bra- they would have broken uh, YouTube <laughs> like Ellen. She broke Twitter. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now uh, now where can people find out more about uh, your oh, work? Um, okay, so I'm very active on Twitter. I also use Facebook. I'm not very active on my Facebook page. Just the organic reach there is so small. Um, but I am on Facebook. I use it a lot, talking with friends and connecting. A lot of my stuff there is public. I post a lot of public posts, so feel free to follow me. You can always see my public posts. Um, and then on Twitter, and then my website, which is I'll type it in here quickly, adeldemaya.com. Wow, I'm on Google Plus. I'm on Instagram. Um, some of my work is not always public because of you know client confidentiality. Um, so I don't share too much of my projects. But you know what? You're welcome to shoot me an email and ask. 
um, advice on projects or things I've worked on, I'm very happy to answer emails. So it's just Adele at AdeleVermeyer.com. All right. Well, Adele... Well, Adele DeMeyer, I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on Once a Word. I really enjoyed this interview. Uh, do you have any uh, final words for our audience that's watching this and also listening? Well, listen to the show. And if my final thoughts are um, just never give up, keep on trying, try different things. Um, don't be overwhelmed with all the opportunities out there on social media. Um, you can't be everywhere at once, especially if you've got limited resources. Take the stuff that works for you. Try it and test it. Try a different way to speak to your audience. Don't be scared to get quirky or funny or do something different. People like different. So, um, and just keep on pushing and ask for help. A lot of people, I know even myself, I struggle so much to ask other people for help or assistance or opinions. And I just had to move beyond that, you know, and ask friends and family or someone you meet on Twitter and you see they're fantastic in certain industry or something that they do. Shoot them a tweet. Say, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of my website? What do you think of my Twitter strategy? You know, people are always very, very happy to, to, to um, you know, give advice. So I'll give you a quick tip or two, and it helps. All right. Thank you for that. That's a great uh, advice there, Adele. And thank you again for being thank you on. Thank so much. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Adele DeMeyer. And she really shared some uh, important information on, you know, how she became a, you know, social media specialist. And if you want to visit her website, visit www.adeldemeyer.com to find out more about her work and also her show, uh, Blabs and Bears, as well. Well, of course, uh, that is it for tonight's show uh, for this year, 2015. If you missed this episode live, you can uh, listen to it again on on www.belonomedia.com forward slash what's, you know, podcast two. They'll have the list of... uh, of this of this show and also uh, other 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 upcoming episodes that's coming be coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, you know which which will be recording live on you know on Blab with uh, another great guest uh, Tanya Hoffman, and also you know looking at the different uh, past uh, you know this interview and other past interviews in the past. So please uh, check check out my website www.belanomir.com for slash podcast dash two. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining me on What's the Word. It's just about finding out what inspires people to succeed in their careers. My name is Shell John. Be real and be independent. And I leave you now with Professor Earl's um, people, just people. Have a great night, everyone. And we will see you all next year in 2016. Be well.